sit back and grab your bowl. You're listening to Serial Talk with DJ Shrope. DJ Shrope. Welcome back. Welcome back. This is DJ. And, you know, hey, I am here to talk about the ultimate fighter. I wasn't going to talk about it, people. I wasn't going to do it. After being involved with the show in some capacity or other for eight seasons, five of which as the digital producer, which means I ran the ultimate fighter.com. I ran the social media accounts for the ultimate fighter as well as produced anything that, that, that was digital. Um, if it was not on the old boob tube, it was me from getting Forrest Griffin to blog for us to the tough talk podcast and everything was was me um with a great team behind me though it wasn't just me but i led the charge for uh, a solid five seasons and it was a pleasure to work on Uh, but when i left fox a couple months ago i wanted to take a break i wanted to take a long break but with enough pressure from colleagues friends and you know they all told me you can't just give it up cold turkey Lucky for you, I thoroughly agree. So let's let's get into it, okay? So Tough premiered a few weeks ago on Fox Sports 1. And when it first debuted, it really helped propel the sport of mixed martial arts. You know, 20-some-odd seasons ago. And really gave people a look at what fighters go through to fulfill their dreams of becoming a professional fighter and earning a roster spot in the UFC, the ultimate fighting championship. And after 20 seasons, the, the, this last season um, that I've been involved with um, is undergoing a dramatic facelift. It's entitled The Ultimate Fighter, American Top Team versus the Black Sillians. And the focus shifts. It's shifting people from the individual to team accomplishments. And they're moving it out of Vegas. They're taking it to a new home in South Florida. It's not Miami like you might think. It's South Florida, though. I won't tell you where. Um, but the stakes are the highest in series history. Uh, there's half a million dollars in prize money on the line. And bragging rights over a bitter rival. So um, the new season features the welterweight division uh, with hopefuls from ATT, which is American Top Team, and the Black Zillions, which is a combination of black and Brazilian. Go figure. And, you know, they're vying for a chance to bring their gym a UFC trophy, as well as reach individual success, earning a spot on the UFC roster. Well, there's not one promise, but you know, if, if you go through the season and you're a gamer, you're in there fighting, Dana White's going to notice you and he's going to bring you in and he's going to give you a spot. Maybe one fight, maybe three fights, maybe more, but you're going to get a chance in the show, in the big show. So yeah, um, it's, it's an interesting season, you know, funny thing is that they are not just two elite gyms facing off they both call south florida home and 
they're just about 20 miles apart. Um, actually, without ATT, the Black Zillions wouldn't even exist. Um, and that's that's the interesting story um, that you know this this um, this rivalry, as they say, um, really goes back to 2011 when uh, four fighters who called ATT home decided to leave that Coconut Creek gym and start their own team. Uh, around the same time, uh, there was a UFC lightweight heavyweight champion by the name of Rashad Sugar Evans who decided to leave Albuquerque um, and Team Greg Jackson, and he was looking for a, a place to train. Well, enter in Glenn Robinson, uh, and he brought his pocketbook and helped pay for the team known as the Black Zillions. Uh, if you don't know, um, from what I understand, Robinson made his money in uh, the cheap tool business. Uh, so you know those advertisements you see in magazines sometimes that, that advertise cheap tools? I'm not saying that that's necessarily his company, but he basically uh, was an importer-exporter of tools um, that were not craftsmen or anything of quality. But they gave a cheap option for people, so he made his money that way, uh, from what I understand. But, um, <laughs> so, I mean, depending on who you believe, um, you know, whether it's ATT's owner, Dan Lambert, who's maintained that Robinson didn't build a team that he bought it. Um, he claims that he poached the talent from ATT that the four guys I mentioned earlier, according to Lambert, were enticed to leave because of money. The additional part of the story, as I know it, is, you know, Robinson approached Lambert about franchising ATT, um, but he agreed only if he did it far enough way, away to not cannibalize local talent. So if you're going to do it, you got to get out of South Florida, go to Ohio, go upstate, go somewhere else, but you can't do it down here. Well, Glenn did not agree, and... You know, he didn't want to um, start the gym under those terms, and he decided to go his own way. So there he goes, starting the Black Zillions. Hey, no matter who you believe, we're all here now, and they are going to settle it in the octagon, which lucky us, lucky us, lucky us. Uh, and the concept of the season um, is based on points. And the two teams will square off in a series of indiv individual bouts over the course of the season. Um, you know, there, there's, a, there's a lot of strategy uh, involved in, in how the coaches, or I'm sorry, the owners pick who, who fights next. Um, you know, in the first 12 fights of the season, a, a fighter can compete up to three times. None, if he choose if he chooses. Um, so yeah, it's it's an interesting it's an interesting concept. Um, but if a guy can fight up to three times, so he's got to stay. Basically, the whole the whole team has to stay on weight because you never know when you're going to fight. It could be dangerous. Um, and I think in an upcoming episode. There is going to be a guy who goes to the hospital. I don't know if that's um, from, the, I, well, not that I don't know. I can't tell you that um, it's because of that. But um, entering the season, I know I had a concern about 
guys having to stay on weight for the six plus weeks that they have to go through in taping the show. Um, that's pretty dangerous. And, you know, I guess no one, no one was concerned. And of course, fighters aren't going to say, I can't do it. They're always going to say that, that I can. I mean, these guys are some of the toughest, toughest people I've, I've ever met. So, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not surprised, but so there's a, there's a point system involved in winning and losing. And so wins in the first four fights, get you 25 points wins in the fifth to eighth fights, get you 50. So as the fights go on, you get more points. Um, and then wins in the last four fights, get a hundred points. You know, the fighter at with the most points at the end of the 12 fights is going to get $200,000. It's pretty lucrative for, for a guy who's probably only making anywhere from, from a few hundred to a couple grand for a, for a fight. So, um, you know, not to mention that he's going to be on TV promoting his, his brand and, and getting out there. Um, so, you know, and, and when you win, you get, home gym advantage for the next fight so they're actually fighting in the the two gyms so the two gyms att and the black zillions have been refurbished to not only be able to produce television but also to have fights and so they go back and forth the winner gets to fight the next week in their home gym so they they're they're basically fighting for um home home octagon advantage as it as it were so um but the but the interesting thing about this too is to be eligible for a place in the the tough 21 finale a participant must fight at least twice so they're going to want to fight at least more than once to so they can get on that that final card and the winner of the season uh so the one with the, the most wins the most points and who has his arm raised at the at the end of all this is going to get three hundred thousand. Um, so that's going to be interesting. So that's a total of a half a mil that is on the line. Um, and you know it's going to feature the last bouts between the two teams, and a huge portion of that money is up for grabs. I don't know who's going to take it. Um, like I said, it's it's an interesting concept. <sighs> What do I think? I think that there's a lot of things going on. I think that the house is pretty dope. I got to, to go to that house and, and hang out and walk around. Not The whole house is not being utilized. And you can see the, 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 the house tour that, um, that I produced on, on the website. You can see some of the behind the scenes of producing the on-air promos, what we call OAPs on on the uh, ultimate fighter youtube page as well there's some cool stuff out there guys and gals i i mean there is some great stuff that i produced with the help of a a gentleman by the name of justin reed who's a an excellent uh shooter and editor so um we teamed up to to give you as much behind the scenes information as possible but i mean like i said getting back to the house is dope the the gyms are nice um don't get it twisted though these gyms are not around the corner from each other i know i said earlier that they're only 20 miles apart it's far i mean they're far i you know and i don't know why lambert's so pissed off about glenn starting a a gym in south florida a lot of the guys come from from out of state to fight 
and train in those gyms. So, you know, just recruit, get guys in and be the best. I mean, ATT has Robbie Lawler, who is right now the welterweight champion of the UFC. I, that's a lot of clout for a gym. So I mean, just just do a good job and hopefully the best and brightest will, will come to your gym to train. But I don't disagree with Lambert. I mean, Robinson bought and paid for for fighters, uh, paid and bought friends, and you know he's providing them great resources. I mean, he cares about his fighters, and um, in the in the sense that he wants them to win, and he wants to provide state of the art facilities for them. So, I mean, it's something that MMA gyms just don't do that training camps just don't do um you know usually the fighters on their own and has to spend money to to get all of these great things and you know robinson's there to help them um help the fighters so i can't say it's altogether bad i don't know what their deal is i don't know if he you know pays them takes a cut of their winnings i don't know how how it all works and what the inner workings are it feels a little shady only because it's new right? It's different than what's been done before. Um, but the one thing that he needs to stop doing and Lambert, uh, tells him this in the second episode, he needs to stop acting like a tough guy and mean mugging. Um, Glenn Robinson is not a tough guy. He is the, um, he's, he's a couch jockey, I guess, if you want to put it that way. Um, he shouldn't be mouthing off to Dan Lambert, who is a black belt and would whoop his rear end. Um, and not to mention Dan Lambert's a really good guy. Um, spent a little time with him and he was very accommodating. He was very friendly. And I can't say that about Glenn Robinson. Glenn Robinson was standoffish, wanted you to go through his assistant to talk to him. And he just, he just did not feel like a genuinely good person. Um, but that's not to say he is or isn't. Um, that's just my impression. That's my point of view. So Glenn, if you have a problem with it, um, tweet me, get at me. Um, let me know. (laughs) Um, you don't scare me. <laughs> you don't scare a lot of people, but um, that's 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 besides the point. Um, but anyway, it's been a great season so far. I've watched four episodes, and I'm trying to keep up with it. And the the team that's taken over for me has done a fantastic job. Um, if you're not watching, you definitely should. They're re-airing these things, so. It's not impossible to catch up. I mean, like I said, we're only a few episodes in. Um, But, you know, if you're going to watch, honestly, if you're going to watch a season, this is probably the season to watch. Um, This is the one that breaks the mold and hopefully revitalizes. So if you've seen it before, gave it up and haven't come back, give it a chance. If you've never watched it, give it a chance. And if you don't like combat sports, then I don't know what to tell you. I'm sorry. Um, you're not, then you're not going to like it because there is some fighting. Anyway, I give it two thumbs up. Of course, I would only probably give it a thumb and a half up <laughs> if I didn't um, work on this show. No, just kidding. Uh, no, this is a great, this is a great show. This is a great season. Um, and let me know what you guys think. Hashtag serial talk. Let me know what your thoughts are, and um, I'll talk to you soon. I'm out.
Thank you for listening to Serial Talk. Tweet with DJ on Twitter at DJ Shrope. And check out his blog on Tumblr, benchview.tumblr.com. Oh, oh.